This podcast is not safe for work and will feature movie spoilers. It will feature scenes described of a graphic nature. It will contain language which most listeners may find offensive. Welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is episode 359. I'm your host Duncan McLeish. Welcome to the show. Up on this episode we continue our run at the Gamera box set released by Arrow Video. This is the seventh movie in this box set series and I'll be joined by my resident guest host and selector of this box set, one Mr. Derek Bourgeois after the first break. Before we get to that, as always, let's catch up with where we are under the stairs. It's all starting right here, isn't it? Right at this spot, right at this time, to keep you guys entertained with some gamma action. This coming Thursday, we will be giving you a bonus episode with a little review of the movie that is currently playing on Shudder. Try and keep my toe in there and use that Shudder subscription for you peeps out there. Then on Sunday, 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 advertised as last week, but apparently I can't count. So actually coming this week, which was when it was scheduled to drop, we'll be doing the next instalment of our 88 Films Italian Collection series. And that's your lot on the Teapots channel. On the Teapots Collective channel it is where to begin with, which we'll be dropping this week for all y'all out there. That is us fully caught up at the start of this episode, so let's do this, shall we? Going to take a very short break just now. You're going to hear promos for shows that I love. You're going to hear the trailer for our movie, our seventh instalment of the old Gamera. We're going to be coming back to discuss that movie, myself and Derek Bourgeois, right after this. This is a test of the emergency podcasting system. Listen to the Psychosemantic Podcast. Politics, movies, and political movies. Find us on Facebook, iTunes, Stitcher, LegionPodcasts.com, The Psychosemantic Podcast. から、480号年の距離にある惑星から地上の生物を食料にしている深海怪獣ジグラが地球征服にやってきた。地球のこの美しい海、私のように美しい姿の生物が支配すべきである。
誰かが助けに来るのを待つだけだそれよりとも酸素はあと十五分しかないではではあの四人を見殺しにするっておっしゃるんですか助けてパパよしこちらでパパヘレンパパヘレン四次元光線隊火炎噴射オレンジ光線隊回転ジェット大映画を送る年に一度の怪獣映画の決定版ガメラ対ジグラにご期待くださいんあのビデオ、ガムラボックス、This is Gamera vs. Zigra。The seventh movie, and I believe the penultimate one in this initial run. For more information and background and just general awesomeness, the guy who selected the box set to begin with, he opened the box and we did both come.、Um, it was is my good friend and、uh, sufferer of these movies now,、uh, my buddy Derek. How's it going, Derek? Been a while. I didn't do it last episode, so I was like, why not? <laughs> this is right. So, this is the penultimate in the. What era?、Uh, Showa. Showa. So, so, it changes studios, yeah? Yeah. Well, it doesn't change studios.、Uh, the history of what happened, ends up happening is Dae actually went bankrupt after this movie. Oh, yeah, after was, this one. Because of this one, yeah, just the, after this one. Well, after actually the production of this one, it, it was actually released by a different company altogether. Oh, right. Yeah. And then、uh, Dai Dai ended up becoming like Katakawa.、Mm-hmm. You've probably seen that logo on a bunch of like the Arrow Video Asian Horror DVD. Yeah, I have indeed, yeah. 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 They actually bought a lot of the Dae Studio back catalog, and that's why Takashi Mika could put like Damajin in one of his yokai movies. You know? Oh, right. Wow. So, because the, the, like I say, penultimate one, there is one after this, but it does come several years after this, doesn't it? Yes, that's a very interesting one, and, you know, I'm actually going to do a lot of research for that one because. Yeah. What I heard about it, I haven't watched it yet, but、uh, yeah, I'm going to do some research on that one before we do that one. Get to the bottom of what's going on. Yeah, someone needs to find out what's going on because we're, we're, we're now continuing our journey on with the Gamera versus Ziggurat. Now, the previous movie, for those keeping track, we were both kind of like, okay, right? I mean, we, we appear to be spending a lot of time talking about everything except Gamera.、Uh, and then we did get a couple of bits and fight scenes, which was kind of cool. And a kind of the voyage to the inner gut track of a creature. And it was all bizarre and all weird and all very goofy. And then we were going to do a little bit of Zigra. So let me give you some information from the Arrow site. It says. Um, an alien woman from the planet Zigra and her spaceship create a series of earthquakes around the globe. Two children at a marine park are caught in the crossfire as Gamera must combat the monster Zigra to save the Earth. 
Um, this one is directed by Noriaki Yaasa and Nissan Takahashi was the writer and yeah there's some people in here that are Asian um, even though one of them's name is Tom in the movie yeah one of them is called Tom yeah like like Tom Wallace so that's my name good old Tom Wallace um <laughs> This is the I'm, Jaws three of Gamera movie. It really is the Jaws three Gamera. I I for so much of this, I was just, I was just trying to work out what was going on. Um, like the, I suppose the big observation here is this one is also full of fucking stock footage, and just a lot of footage of what must be like Japan's version of Deep Sea World. Yeah. Like, just, like, shitloads of, like, like, if the previous movie was shitloads of things to do with the expo that was coming to Japan at the time, uh, this one is just full of, like, inner marketing for, for like I say, their version of Deep Sea World. I, I, I'll be honest with you, like, I like the design of Zegra. I think it's kind of gnarly and kind of bitching. I kind of love the idea of a sea creature, because it's one we've not really necessarily explored all that much it was something like Baragon but even then most of those fights were on land um, so I loved that element of it the whole story is a bit nonsensical I couldn't work out if the spaceship was Zegra or the alien turned into Zegra or what was going on with these women and how this was being controlled and really what the overall end game this movie is and I'm not saying that the previous ones did a great job of explaining that out we both know they don't um but this one just feel well, it just felt very muddled and then the whole subplot with the kids like at the most time uh. I, I find it yeah, exactly you're making the noise that I was making for the most part in most of these movies I kind of push it off to the side and say well you know this is to get the kids attention in but even this felt just really forced into the story with no great payoff like at all um, and it kind of finished and this is the first one in a few where it finished and I was like, see if they made no more of these movies, I'd kind of be okay with that um, this, was, uh, this wasn't this was a first time for you in this one or was it? No, actually this was uh, the first Gamera movie I ever saw was this one. Oh right wow, so like, well Talk to me a little bit about that first viewing, and then talk to me about the most recent viewing. All right, five, eight-year-old me loved this movie. Hmm. Uh, why? Do you that, know why? Was it the creatures? at the kids? Or it, it was probably the creatures for the most part. Hmm. From my memory, you know, I just like the monster battle scenes in this one because you know, like you said, it's a lot more underwater, strategic strategy going on with the battles which we've never really seen in these type of movies before yeah you know in that sense and you know it's weird because you know watching it now as an adult a lot of that stuff's still the stuff that i kind of like about this movie and then a lot of the other shit i'm paying attention to i'm like oh fuck <laughs> you know in that sense and you know this movie's trying to do like this like economical like eco-friendly message where you're like mm -hmm. oh you're polluting your oceans now like our oceans got polluted that's why we're gonna destroy you and take over your planet you know uh, eco horror kaiju movies are 
a dime a dozen. You know, it's either something about the atom bomb or something with the ecosystem that's causing these creatures to act the way they are. And this one's a little muddled in its story. You know, uh, a movie that I actually liked the eco message in that came out, I think, a few years after this one was Godzilla versus the Smog Monster, mm -hmm. which, uh, man... If you want to talk about trippy, fucked up movies, <laughs> that movie has like weird animated sequences out of the middle of it. It's it's weird, but uh, Zeger is pretty muddled for a movie in general. You know, there's some funny moments with, you know, especially with the climax of the movie, it cracks me the fuck up. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a tough one because you know there's stuff that I do like about the film. You know, like, the, I love Zegra. I love that he's, like, a giant goblin shark. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, in that sense. But uh, other than that, it, it's kind of boring in some scenes, too. This is, like this is my story. issue. This is my issue. In the past, there was a kind of... Even with the kids, there was an idea of yeah. kind of, like, swashbuckling adventure. But the kids are really being kind of playful, and they are, you know, it's kind of offset against the... You know, the, the adults being all dumb and adult. Um, yeah. And then you have the creature stuff in the middle. And that's kind of the balance that I think the previous movies that have worked for me have managed to hold. Where you, when you get that right ratio of the gamma stuff, that right ratio of the kids doing the kind of insert comedy stuff and the, the, the adults just generally being dumb but somehow stumbling to the end of the movie and, and kind of in some level being bystanders to Gamera saving the day. In this movie, we, we get plenty of kaiju action. Granted, it's, it's not the most we've seen in the movie, but it's not lacking like some of the other ones we've seen. But I just found the story itself just really kind of like dragging its feet. Once again, it's aliens. We've kind of yeah. done that before. Um, like you see, times the, already. Like the eco stuff is the really interesting aspect because it's the bit that really makes the movie different from all the other ones, and it, it's not really realised in any great way, shape, or form. And I think that's maybe where it becomes a bit boring for me because had it leaned a bit more into that and maybe tried to do something with it, I think there's a movie on you know on par with some of the other ones that we've seen but I, I think that was my takeaway I, I, towards the end of this movie even though I was getting some pretty cool kaiju stuff I wasn't like as entertained as I'd been before and I think it was because it kind of lost me a bit before and a lot of the humdrum and I, I, you know it doesn't give me any great pleasure to say that at all because I, you know if all these movies ended up scoring a 3 for me I'd be a happy guy because at least I had you know I might not revisit them maybe even ever again, but I know for a fact that they entertained me when they watched it, but this one didn't have that entertainment value where some of the other ones have, and as a result of that, the hokey stuff becomes a bit hokier when you're not being yeah. you're not being entertained. It's, it was a frustrating watch, man. I, I, I genuinely... Because like I say, I love the creature design. The creature design is absolutely bitching. And for the most part, the, the actual kaiju fight scenes are really well executed. What the, you know, that's what you're you're paying to see your kaiju's fight and the the fight in in a kind of interesting way in this movie. But it's like stock footage. It's it's kind of 
trying to sell a SeaWorld park. It's like nauseating kid dialogue. And it's like a, a, a kind of equal story that doesn't really know what it's trying to say. Um, and adults that aren't doing really anything in the movie. And as a result of that, it kind of it felt like it overstayed its welcome and it is not a long movie at all. I, I'm with you on this one. It, it just, it's kind of boring. There's, there is stuff in here that is all value and entertaining, but the overall package is just a bit meh. And yeah. Yeah, I was kind of... I don't know. I was kind of, I was kind of expect. I don't know. I, to be honest, at this stage, Derek, I don't know what I'm actually expecting. You know what I mean? I'm gonna give you my synopsis of how I feel about like the Showa era in general. Mm. I rarely rewatch them. Uh, it's just the thing is, it's just it's because all the kids' story lines is fucking getting muddled, and you know, like every kid's named fucking Kenny in these movies. It's like, what the fuck? (laughs) You know, it's like, you know, it's just the kid stuff. It it annoys me, and you know, uh, when we get more into like the other era of these movies, Mm. it's gonna be a little bit more interesting because, well, I'll get into that when we get into suit after we doing a super monster. Yeah, so let's more, let's let, let's um, let's score it and then let's set up the the the, the kind of intro for for what people can expect on the next one. So as you're well aware, Derek, having been part of this uh, for quite some time, um, we do the old Netflix grades here. It's one through five. One is hated it. Two is didn't like it. Three is liked it. Four is really liked it. Five is loved it. I'm giving it a two point five. I've given the most of them, the ones that really entertain me, a three. Uh, because of that entertainment value. This one lacks a bit of that. I can't say that I really disliked it or I hated it. That's too harsh. And I got some kaiju stuff that I really enjoyed. So I think right down the middle, like a 5 out of 10 or a 2.5 out of 5 is probably where I'm landing on this one. What about yourself? What grade are you giving it? Uh, Yeah, even though like I, I rated Vera's the same... But for different reasons, because I actually like some of the alien shit in that one. It was a little weirder and bizarre. It was because it was the first time they had aliens, too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But, you know, in this one, that shit's all fucking boring. And, you know, it's 2.5 for me also. For, like, the kaiju shit, that's the only thing that I could watch in this movie. I'll probably just fast forward it from now on. Mm Right, so let's let's talk about uh, Gamera Super Monster. So this one comes, like I say, a bit of time afterwards. Like you say, the studio uh, lost money, uh, lost a lot of money, and they come back with Super Monster. And the synopsis for this one, as <laughs> wait for this, <laughs> as a massive alien craft heads to Earth to do evil, three good and powerful superwomen befriend a young boy who has a special connection to Gamera, and old foes return to do battle one more time. So I know nothing about this. Outworth, this is the last one before the next, essentially the next Gamera collection. Era. Yeah, yeah, like the way they've grouped them. So they sold them individually. I got the big box set that has them all in one box set, but they split them into individual box sets covering different eras. So what... What do you know about this that is causing you to approach this with the idea of I'm going to have to do a deep dive on the research? Be ready for stock footage. Oh, no. It's, yeah. And be ready to see how did George Lucas not sue this movie. Oh, right. 
Because when you see what the spaceship looks like. That's all I know about it. I haven't actually watched it, but that's all I know. I uh, I can't wait to get into it with you. Uh, Derek, as always, um, you're a busy guy. You do podcast stuff. You will be appearing on um, Summer Series two years with uh, with you being a part of that, which will be that official kicks off end of July. And your episodes won't be coming in for a few weeks after that. But... Um, plenty to talk about over there and hopefully lots of fun and shenanigans but before those episodes drop where can people check out the stuff that you do my friend yeah I get the fight with Dave Z it's gonna be awesome but anyways (laughs) but anyways but uh yeah uh you can find me on cinema attack we're actually took a few hiatus for personal reasons but you can find our back catalog on uh anchor.fm or you can join the cinema attack facebook group we're on most podcatchers but uh, we post a show on a lot of the podcast pages anyways. So just look for Cinema Attack anyways. And then you can find me on uh, No More Room in Hell on uh, the Dark Discussions podcast network, which I do with Mike Merriman and Mr. Benham. We actually just record the episode on the weirdest double feature ever. We did the film from 2000 called Cut. Oh, yeah. And we also did uh, 2007's Drive Through with Horny the Clown. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah it was fun but uh yeah and uh that's actually about it you know i have a few rumblings of some of my other shows go oh wait duh i always forget the reason why i'm here i have a show that's also on the no more room hell banner known as creature comforts where we actually record an episode on gareth edwards monsters which you know <laughs> oh boy what can I say? Uh, yeah, monsters. Where are they? But anyways. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's about it. There's a few rumblings of some of my shows that I used to do coming back. Uh, I'm going to wait to announce them as you know more fruition and we set up recording dates for those. So that's about it for me, Duncan. And of course, yeah, the summer series. Yeah, it's going to be fun, buddy. It's going to be fun. <laughs> Uh, well, ladies and gents, at uh, this point here, we're going to take our leave for you. Derek will be back and we'll be discussing Gamera, Super Monster, closing out the Showa era of Gamera movies. One era down, I believe two still to go, is that right? Uh, yeah, it's weird because uh, the thing is, uh, the Heisei movie has three... Well, I think maybe it's, you know, Heisei and Millennia... Mm-hmm. usually get sucked in because it depends on the era yeah that they come out in uh because it, I, i'm actually looking at the little like thing on wikipedia right now and they have like gamer the brave under the heisei period oh, as right. well but you know but you know i was just thinking more on line of how the godzilla films that were coming out around the same time as that one mm-hmm. which is known as the millennium series yeah See, yeah, so much it's, stuff it's, you're going to have to keep me right on here like so much stuff yeah. um, however yeah. what we're going to do is we're going to give you a bit of space uh, and that space is to lead us out into our, um, our our final break and for me to come back closing out the show and that can only be done when I hear this ah! <laughs> that'll do Derek that'll do
You're listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. And you've been listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. This has been episode 359. We have just finished our seventh Gamera movie. Can you believe we're already seven in to that massive Arrow Video Gamera box set? As always, a huge thanks to Derek for joining me for this one. We have one more movie to do, then we'll be putting a pause in the series until after we've completed our contractual work over the summer on the summer series where we'll pick back up in a brand new era of Gamera movies for all y'all out there. There is a multitude of ways to check out podcasts under stairs. Wherever you're listening to this right now, subscribe. That way you get the shows as and when they drop and access to the entire back catalogue of Teapot's content. Do not stop there though. Ladies and gents, subscribe to our sister feed, the Teapot's Collective. Over there you get shows like Where to Begin With, Opera Omnia, Doing the Nasty and Chronicle. The best way to support what I do is subscribing to both those feeds. Couldn't be any easier than that. Well, there is a way it could be easier. If you like all the shows in one place that you can shop around and pick from, follow to and listen to, then you can do that under our website, a giant umbrella that contains everything. It's teapotscast.com. Links to everything I do are over there, as well as a link to Geoz's shites and other regrettable outbursts. See Booze Beast Bands, our entertainment podcast, feature myself, The Baz and Scott and Liam from Scott and Liam vs. Evil. Jaws of Shite, another regrettable outburst, exclusively available on teapotscast.com. The podcast, Under the Stairs, can be found on the Facebooks if you want to interact with me over there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash teapotscast. For the Teapots Collective, it's just a Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash teapotscast. And for the mucky pups who want to get down and dirty with Jaws of Shite and other regrettable outbursts, it's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash regrettable pod. If you hate Facebook and you want to do the old Instagram and Twitter, I've dubbed them the twin prongs of social media sexiness. It can be any easier doing those either. You can follow us over there at Teapotscast and interact with myself and the Baz. The podcast under the stairs will return for you this Thursday. We're covering a little something from Shudder. So until then, wherever you are, whatever the time zone is, and whatever you're up to in this big bad world of ours, please take care of yourselves out there. This is Duncan McLeish, broadcasting live from under the stairs, and I am signing off.